Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Um, so this week we have a special guest. We like we live in the age of like influencers. Like that's everyone's dream job right now. And you see influencers all over social media. So we thought it'd be beneficial to give you guys the inside scoop of an influencer. So today we have Kate with us who is an influencer. <laughs> Hi guys. Hey Kate. Um, so like why and how did you decide to become an influencer? Yeah, so it's funny because if you ask me, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself an influencer, but, you know, I love sharing content and I've always had a passion for fashion and beauty and, you know, fitness and um, all things lifestyle. So I kind of had always had an interest in it, but more recently I started, um, I just started taking some content. One of my best friends is actually a photographer. So, you know, we just had fun with shooting some pictures and then next thing I know, you know, working with some of my favorite brands. So it just, it just kind of was organic, but there definitely has been an interest for quite a few years. Oh, definitely. So like I, I've known Kate for probably a year or two now and mm-hmm. always like, she's always telling me get this serum or like, I love this self tanner or like you were naturally influencing before you brought it to Instagram. <laughs> so this actually is right in line and right up your alley. How, how did you get your, I know you said that your friend as a photographer was taking pictures of you. But like, how did you decide to start? Like, did brands reach out to you or did you start tagging brands or how does it work? That's true. Um, That's actually a good point. So I started tagging brands. So it starts off by you kind of, um, you have to, you know, invest in some of your favorite brands, um, getting clothes to take the content in. And then I started reaching out to brands. And then the more brands I started reaching out to and doing collabs with, the more brands started reaching out to me. So some of my favorite brands, the really big ones, um, I reach out to. So like Lulu's revolve, you know, some of the really big ones, um, I reach out to, and then, um, smaller little, you know, smaller boutiques, they'll reach out. And then, yeah, I guess just the more you're tagging and posting different content and, you know, sharing things on stories, the more organic reach you have with these brands. So Do you have to have like a certain number of followers before you can be like, Hey, like revolve, (laughs) like, right. Like my 300 followers suffice. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like you have to have like a certain number of people already. Yeah. I mean, for the big ones, definitely like you totally have to have, um, you know, a good amount of following, but for some of the smaller ones, you know, you can reach out even with just a couple thousand and, 
you know, but it really does start with, okay, you buying some of their clothes and sharing them. And then you Mm -hmm. can kind of create a mutually beneficial relationship after they see that you actually, you know, enjoy their clothes and you're not just doing it just for, you know, to get paid or get, um, free stuff. Does it start off with like, you because like you know you get those like dms that are like hey we want to work with you you just can we'll give you a discounted rate to buy our stuff and then post it but it's like wait aren't i supposed to be getting paid for this like why do i have to buy your shit like so is it like you get paid now per post or like is it with your code you get paid for how many people use your code no so it depends on the brand but i never I always tell girls, like some friends will reach out and they'll be like, how does this work? Do you, you know, do you do those brands that are like, Hey, buy my stuff, pay for the shipping or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I am always, I always discourage against that because it's not usually legit. So definitely don't do that. Um, but usually, um, now if I'm doing, you know, a partnership, I will get paid, but it totally it totally depends. So for a while I wasn't, and I was just doing it for the free stuff, but it started turning into a little bit more of like a second job where I, um, it was a little bit, you know, overwhelming. So now I, uh, kind of just shifted to just doing paid ones. So instead of just doing it for free clothes, cause it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's shocking. so much work. Like how, how much time do you think you spend Like before you switched to just paid ones, when you were kind of partnering with everyone that you could, how much time was this taking up? Um, it was a ton. Like I, it would probably be at least 10, 12, maybe even 15 hours a week. So, uh, like it was a good amount because, you know, you're taking the content, you're editing it, you're, you know, coming up with an outfit or, going through brands websites and choosing what you want and then also there's a lot of um back and forth over like contract type stuff and you know signing things and you know and that's not even including the initial conversation where you know either I'm reaching out or they're reaching out to me so it just it ends up being quite a bit oh so sure. there's like contracts involved with this like, like I thought it was just paid. like you, yeah, yeah that's true Yeah. So if you're getting paid, um, for it, there's definitely contracts where, you know, you're signing something. So, um, like I'm reading through, like making sure everything is kosher and good, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a full situation. So there's a lot behind the scenes people wouldn't, wouldn't expect. How do you know your worth? Like, how do you, like, how do you get a price? Because it's like, are they like, hey, this is what we pay if you have 5,000 followers. If you have 20,000 followers, like, do they let you know, like, what you, or are you like, well, this is what I charge? So that's a good question. So early on, I joined this Facebook group. So you kind of do a lot of networking with other, with other bloggers and influencers. And I joined this Facebook group where, you know, there were people of all sizes. So, you know, some people maybe had a couple thousand, then some people had over hundreds of thousands of followers. So, you know, um, 
a lot you can kind of be like hey what what is everybody's rate right now so you kind of get it just by talking to other people and finding out what they charge and so you know there's there's stuff online but it really it really like depends and it also depends on if it's a huge company and they have the budget for something more or if it's like a small boutique so it's like if it's a company I really want to work with I might not get paid like if it's one of my favorite brands like I'll do it for for um the clothes you know just because it's like oh if I'm getting a $200 pair of jeans or something then it's like totally worth it yeah if it's um if it's something a little bit uh smaller then um then yeah usually there'll be a little bit of pay involved with the clothes that you get are you ever like this is fucking sick and ugly I never want to wear this like why would you send this to me yeah like or do you just put it on or do you have like a (laughs) choice of clothes and they're like here pick from like this collection yeah so they um so they'll let you choose. So oh, thank God, because I'd be yeah, like, I, I really like, you, think I'm gonna wear this. You want me and to wear this? Like, wasn't flattering right to my body type or something like that. Oh God, no! Like, I mean, I, I couldn't do that. Like, I wouldn't like show something that I like was not excited about just because I mm-hmm. try to keep it pretty organic to me. So yeah, I mean, every- for the right price, I might. Right. Put on a sweater. Yeah, no, I know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, everything is like very like chosen by me. Like I like it. Like I've had some brands that have reached out that are like very off brand for me. Mm -hmm. And I, and all, and I'll say no, because it's just like, I'm not going to put that, you know, represent it. If it, if it doesn't feel like comfortable and organic, it's not worth it. Well, it's still your page. Like you don't want to influence people to wear something that's not like your personal style. Like you want it to be authentic to you. Katie and I have had a couple requests, including this like ball shaver company. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) Yeah. What? Sweaty balls pay us for this advertisement right now. But yeah, they reached out to us and were like, hey, like we're trying to get on some podcasts. Like we like make shavers for your balls. And we were like, okay, like where do we go? Like we're happy to promote, but like, and he was like, oh, you should probably should try the product. And I'm like, and we're like, realize we have vaginas. Like this is two girls on a podcast right now with no balls, like, no balls at all. but they're like, you want to try it out and get back to us? No, I'm not going to try out your ball shaver. Like, what would fuck? I do with that? Like, whose balls <laughs> no. am I going to shave my little brothers? Like, like, that's so weird. like but it, we still, they were giving it to us at a discounted rate. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, you need to give me this ball shaver for free. If you really want me to try the show. Right. I'm not paying for a ball shaver. Yeah. <laughs> I'd promote it, but I'm not going to try it out or buy it (laughs) but yeah like have you gotten any like crazy like weird fucking brands that reach out like that um yes I've gotten recently I feel like there's a shift from some of the kind of older women brands trying to be like young and cool and so yeah I'll sometimes be like that's actually a huge company but like they're so off brands that like I can't, (laughs) you know, like I can't do it, but I'm noticing a shift from kind of like the older women companies trying to, uh, 
trying to, um, you know, get the youngsters to promote them. So, but the ball shaver, I have not had anything. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. Like it was funny. So we kind of just responded back just to see like what it was. I, I but was then, flattered that like, you I'm like, oh, okay. reach out. I'm like, you know? okay, like I'll promote boy products if need be. I mean, be. call her daddy like promotes vibrators and shit. So I'm right. like, same thing. It's still like genitals, you know? yeah same thing same thing oh my god except for that you don't have balls and they ask (laughs) you're like yeah give it a go or does it shave vaginas yeah (laughs) yeah we don't have those we don't have boyfriends here we have dads and brothers which would be a little fucking awkward to be like hey can you try this ball shaver for me (laughs) yeah that's super awkward like (laughs) hey dad dad Dad, come on check out this cool new product (laughs) happy birthday i got you a ball shaver happy Father's Day. (laughs) God. So yeah, we we're not getting those cool like um clothing brands reaching out quite yet. We'd be happy for the old lady stores at this point. I know, honestly. Please do. So is there like certain like have you come across also like jealousy or competitiveness among other influencers? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, the Facebook group is pretty supportive, but I've heard some girls stories where they've been like, they've been, um, you know, kind of gotten some weird tension with other girls and stuff like that. Luckily I haven't really dealt with that with other bloggers. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have heard that, you know, people have had that experience quite a bit. Like, do you like, do people steal brand deals from other people? Like, can you do that? Or it's the brand's choice. So Um, yeah, no, there's no real like stealing the deals just, um, just because, you know, the brand typically can work with like multiple people and it's the brand's choice. So they're reaching out to you, you know, other people aren't really knowing about your deals. Like maybe I'll be working with the brand and then. And then I won't be working with them and they filled up, you know, their influencer account. Um, So sometimes that happens, but it's never like, oh, people are like, hey, I want to take Kate's spot, you know, or anything like that. Is it more like they're just stealing and not, I mean, I'm assuming everyone steals. I mean, not everyone, but like, do, are they like stealing inspo? You know, cause I see that all over TikTok, like this influencer, like stole this from me. Like I was the first person to pose like this or use this shirt or whatever and she clearly copied me is it more like that Mm, yeah I mean there definitely is that but it's like people are putting their content out into a public place like Instagram and so it's like you're you're getting inspired based on other people and celebrities and other um, people in the public eye So it's like, oh, I might see something and be like, that's really cute. You know, I'm not going to do the exact same thing, but I'll be like, oh, I really like that pose or I like that, you know, that setup for a shoot. And then, you know, I'll recreate it in my own way. But, but But I I feel like that's normal. Like, yeah, everyone draws inspiration from somewhere. I mean, sometimes it's like blatantly like, okay, you literally just copied the exact same thing. Like that who, what, where girl. 
Oh, where she literally takes every single thing from like tinier content creators and then like redoes them and like everyone hates her guts. Like everywhere, there's like, what's her name? Who, what, where, girl? I forgot her name, but like, I don't know if you know who we're talking about, Kate, but she, she's like this, um, she created who, what, where. So obviously it's like a big, um, she's like a big deal, but she steals creators ideas. Like literally not even, not even like for inspiration. It's like a legitimate, like rip off. And yeah, so, it's like exact same. Yeah. Like, exact. She doesn't it's even, not even like, like it's, it's like copy videos. paste. It's copy like, and paste and she yeah. just puts herself and the And the content creators are like small content creators. They're not like these huge influencers like she is. And they're like, you're not even going to like give us credit. So that was like a huge thing. I saw it like all over TikTok that everyone hates this girl. Okay, send that to me. I'm super curious who this is now. I want to see. Yeah. Who what wear girl? Who, but she like, yeah, she's massive. I was in Nordstrom this week. And she has like a whole line in Nordstrom. Like as soon as I walked in, I saw all the shoes from it. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, you're like, you could probably hire like a whole marketing team to give you strategy and advice and help direct your content. And yeah, you're stealing from people that have like 500 followers or a couple thousand followers that are like just trying to make it. I don't know how people would even have time to like go and find these people like with like, if they don't, you know, if they don't have very many followers, like how, how does she have time to like go and like look them up and like try to find ones she likes and stuff. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, my thought is like, she's just kind of desperate for content and can't think of more stuff to do. So she's like going through social media, just trying to find like what we would use as inspo, but instead of like it inspiring her stuff, she's just like, copying it because she's tired or like over it or whatever oh my gosh well that's yeah that's interesting I definitely need to look into that more then Danielle Bernstein um it's who wore what not okay sorry so it's not it's what that's why you said said, what where yeah and I was like thinking like uh, is that the one okay so it's who wore what um Danielle Bernstein is being accused of copying a dress design by another brand. Here are some of We Were What Founders' biggest controversies. So she is like an influencer that's like surrounded by controversy all the time. Like I think during the pandemic, she was criticized because she was like going to vacations and like shit like that. And then she's like ripping off. She has like 2.5 million followers. So she has a big following, but like she made it on Forbes 30 under 30, but like she's accused of taking like literally all like copying every design that she creates. Oh my so, God. So yeah, like that's what I was like, there seems to be like a lot of drama in the influencer world mm. or there can be. Yeah, no, I luckily have not seen that. And to be honest, I don't have the time, like having a full-time job, like I don't have the time to really like, you know, get into get into it with people I like barely have time to scroll through my own Instagram like I'm pretty much just you know coming up with stuff for myself like not so much you know doing um doing a lot of research on um 
you know, other people's stuff. So she probably doesn't have a full-time job. I'm obviously. I think that that is her full-time job basically. (laughs) Like my assumption. So like you have a full-time job outside of this. So if someone wants to have, be a part-time influencer, basically like how many days a week or hours do you, would you say, you know, motivated to like really work on it? I mean, to be honest, I have help. So <laughs> I have somebody that helps me. And, okay. Um, it's like it's hard. Like I like um my like to know it collages. Like I have a um a girl that like I'll link all the products and she'll make it look pretty on Canva. I yeah, shout out to Olivia. She's awesome. But you know, so some of that, like I, you really do need help if you have a full-time job because I can't be, you know, on my phone, like, like on Instagram, like all day, like maybe during lunch, I can, you know, post, post a little content, but I can't be just like chilling, doing all that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, she definitely helps me a lot. If she didn't help me, I would, it would take, you know, I mean, 10 hours or something, but with her help, you know, I can cut down that time into more of like an after work or before work situation. Did you like immediately have her or did you like start out on your own and then decide like, Oh, I can't do this by myself. Yes. So, um, so I'm trying to think the first couple months I didn't have like a lot of, uh, pressure on me, um, in my, uh, full-time role. So it was, it was a little more relaxed. Like I wasn't as like, um, on a crunch. And so for a while I did it myself, but then, but then I kind of got a lot more responsibility around the start of the new year. And so I, uh, that's when I was like, okay, I need help. Like I can't have two full-time jobs. Like it's a lot. So that kind of, you know, like obviously I'm doing all the creative stuff, but she'll, you know, put together some like a collage and, you know, that's kind of what she does for me. I would definitely need help. I'd be like, uh, because like even just doing like podcast stuff, which isn't even like, um, super social media driven, like, you know, as like an influencer would be like, it's still a lot of work to post on socials. So I think like, oh my God, like even just posting, like, like our friends, like you need to be posting four times a week. I'm like four times a week, but like influencers post like four times a day. Right. Yeah. It's And there's two of us. Like it's both me and (laughs) we're still struggling. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, right now have it as more of just like a fun hobby. Like I'm not putting as much into it as I was before, but, but yeah, I mean, they're like, Hey, you should be posting two reels and four posts a week and, you know, 10 stories a day. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm not trying to be like a full-time influence. Like, do you ever see yourself maybe like quitting your not like regular nine to five job and then going to be an influencer? Um, yeah. I mean, depending on how everything plays out, uh, it would take a certain amount of time of like me feeling very ahead in my full-time work to be able to put in enough time to make it like a bit more of a business. Cause right now I just don't have the time to like, really like 
push it to where it would have to be to make a like a really solid income but you never know like it definitely would be something that I possibly down the line like little mommy blogger action would be yeah really a mommy oh. blogger oh yeah I mean there's no babies uh, happening anytime soon but like da- you know down the line are you single be- right now I'm yeah very single do so. guys ever reach out to you oh. on oh. like like find you well first slide in the dm yeah like are guys really on like influencers like dm sort of a thing like are on their page looking Uh, at their outfits (laughs) yeah i mean it's yeah it's interesting i get a lot of really funny dms (laughs) honestly like there bless his heart there was this there was this guy that sent me the same paragraph four days in a row and i just kept deleting it And he would just resend the same paragraph. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is bad. But yeah, I, yeah, I get some really interesting, really interesting DMs. So have you ever taken anyone up on like the offer? Oh, well actually some, um, yeah, I mean, some guys from college will reach out and I don't know if that's because, you know, like it's probably not because I'm a vlogger. It's just because, you know, reconnecting and everything. Yeah. So it's not like, it wouldn't be a, like a random, it's not usually the guys that I'm into that would just be, you know, showing up in like message requests. It's usually like, yeah, it's usually not, you know, not my, I feel like I hear so many love stories that started with a single DM (laughs) 21st century love. (laughs) Right. He slid into my DMS and we got together. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple dates I've been on have been people from college that have like DM'd me, but but like the ones that show up in requests are usually kind of you know not not my type. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. Like you know, not really. Four messages in a row. At least that guy's consistent. Like I will give him that. Right. Oh, I delete messages all the time because I don't want people to see that I've read them. So like from guys and so I'll just delete it. So it's like not even seen, but then they'll like resend me messages the next day as if like I didn't read. I'm like, I'm clearly not messaging you back. Like, let's get off. Wait, this. do they, if it's a request, do they know that you read it? Um, no, right. I don't think so. Well, you have to, oh, well, no, no, no. Okay. So if someone's following you and you're not following them, then they don't see it. But if we're following each other, then they're going to see it. So these are people that know me. So I have to like, work my way around, like them not seeing it, but yeah. But if it's just like a DM, like where and say like, she doesn't follow them back. Like they can't see that she read the messages. I was like, I've been reading all of those messages. Like I didn't <laughs> no. No, yeah, you just have but, to yeah. if you push accept, they'll see. But if you don't yeah, accept, no. they'll never see. <laughs> I just read. I just read it. Just oh, yeah. for a little confidence boost. I'm like, yeah, you're weird, but like thanks, thanks for reaching least, out. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Um what's like the coolest thing that you've done as like an influencer? Like have you gone to any parties? Because I know lots of influencers go to parties and shit like that. Totally. Um, yeah, that's a good one. So I 
it was really cool. I got to go to a Revolve event in LA with one of my, um, my blogger friends. And so we, so we got to go to this like farmer's market for Revolve and it was so, so cool. I mean, like we got, you know, we got to choose an outfit. We got to, um, you know, there was so much stuff we got to take home. Like literally, I almost thought I was going to have to buy another suitcase to take. Oh my God. I would be like, fuck. Yeah. I love free shit. (laughs) Free shit is my my thing. (laughs) It was super, super cool. So that was definitely, you know, and do you just have to like post like Hey, I'm at this thing. Like I'm at Yeah, Revolve like what do you do? It? Yeah, like, like what's the trade-off? Yeah. So, like do you get paid to go there or is the swag like payment enough? <laughs> yeah. So those events for like Revolve, you're not, you know, people of like thousands of followers are not getting paid. I mean, they probably pay like Kendall Jenner and like people like that to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like most um, girls kind of like my size or even up until up into like the hundreds of thousands, they're not, you know, you're not getting paid to go. It's like, hey, this is kind of cool. You get to choose an outfit. Like we got like $500 to like choose an outfit from their like spring collection. And so, you know, like stuff like that. And then all the products, I didn't, it was funny. My friend and I, we had it was both of our first time going to it and we had no idea that it was free. So we're like, how much does this cost? And she's like, honey, this stuff is free. And she like hands us a bag and she's like, take one of everything. And it's like, Oh my God. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like a (laughs) blow dryer and like all this stuff. You got a tea for blow dryer. Those are like $150. Oh no, like I mean like that's just one of the things dollars. in her bag. Like thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Like like it was crazy. Like like I mean did you post with all of it? Like when you were done, like when you went home, were you like, oh check out this blow dryer or whatever? <laughs> no, I literally had to get a skincare fridge to like organize oh my god stuff because it was they didn't throw in a skincare fridge for you. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on, I- Revolve. I could not have brought it like, like I had to fly home. I was like, how am I going to take all this? But like, I got a really cute pair of shorts, like from the girlfriend brand. And like, and then I got like a ton of like serums and just, you know, skincare and, you know, beauty products, tanners, you know, and we, it was crazy. I mean, literally got to just like fill, fill bags. We, I mean, we were both like, really? Are you sure? And it felt like, it felt like you were stealing. Like it almost felt wrong. I was like, Are you yeah, this feels so weird. Like to not pay and just like load up a bag or two. Wow, that's literally like my like- kind of party. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even I- want to be an influencer, but I want to go to your party. Yeah. Like- can you invite me? <laughs> like. Right. I know. Do you just, and are the girls there nice? Like the other, like, I know you're on like chat forums and stuff like that with other influencers, but like in person are like the girls actually nice? Yeah. And are there any guys or is it like mostly girls? I mean, you could, so for this one, you could take a plus one. And so I was my friend's plus one at the time. And then I started working with them after, but, um, but 
you could take a plus one. So like somebody could bring their like boyfriend or husband or like their gay best friend or something. It was literally just girls and maybe like a couple gay guys because, you know, like forgetting all the stuff. um, Because I started working with them like right before the event. So um, I was technically her date, but then also like I like got like the outfit and like all the stuff. And like, so for that, we had to post like a certain amount of stories and like posts and it was like very like under wraps. Like we couldn't tag like where we were like, like tons of security. Like we had to take a COVID test, um, within 48 hours. Like I had to fly into LA like a couple days early to be able to, um, you know, take a COVID test. And so it was a whole, it was a like whole production, like it's whole a whole production. Thing. Yeah. Like that's what they call it. Like, it's like, you're, you're going along, there's photographers. Um, you're also taking pictures because I had to do a certain amount of posts at, like from the event, like within the next couple of days after there's contracts, like it's a full, full production. Oh shit. Like were there like any known celebrities there? Yeah. I mean, there was not in our group. So because of, you know, being really safe with COVID, um, there was like 50 people at a time. So it was very small. So in our group, there was no like huge celebrities, but it was really cool because, um, it was all weekend. So we were broken into like hourly groups to like go and like explore and like see everything. And the day before it was like these huge, um, there was like celebs and like huge, huge bloggers that like have 400, 500K, like a million, you know, like in other groups, it just wasn't in our group, but the girls actually were really back to that question. Sorry. I know we kind of hopped around. The girls were actually really sweet. Like quite a few of them, like we followed each other after and like, and you know, we'll DM like back and forth, like some like really big girls with like hundred thousand, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool, honestly. So that's with like, you got to pick outfits, right? So was mm-hmm. everyone like wearing the same outfit? Yeah. Did it like, it was it just like right. little uniforms everywhere. Like- yeah. Like, I feel like there's probably like one outfit that was like the cutest. So everyone picked that same outfit. No. Well, I kind of was thinking of that when I was choosing my outfit, <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to be one of the girls in the one favorite outfit. And so mm-hmm. I so something unique. So I did like a really cute crop top with, um, it was a set. So with these cute, um, kind of flared pants and then, um, heels and, but to be, to be completely honest, because the groups were so small, like I wasn't seeing a bunch of girls in the same outfit, like, you know, like, in- Oh, right. Cause you're kind of like broken up into little groups. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we had, you know, 15 pages of stuff to choose from. It was all like spring collection. So it's like, I wasn't choosing like a pair of like $300 jeans. Like I wish, I mean, I was hoping I would, but, but it was like, you're choosing something from like a, like a spring festival line and from their top brands. So it's like, you know, free people was there and for love and lemons. And, um, I'm trying to think girlfriend, like just some of their top lines had booths there. And so those were the brands that we were choosing from. So they just kind of made like a little link for us to choose. 
Okay. And did when you he, get like a few options? So I feel like I would get something and be like, oh, this is cute. And then try it on and it looks like shit on me or it doesn't fit. And then I'm fucked for the event. Oh gosh. No, I mean, like I wouldn't, like I didn't have to wear, I mean, well, maybe I did. I don't, I'm like, maybe <laughs> I did need to wear something from them, but I, you don't really get options. Like it's kind of like, hopefully it works. Like hopefully it's cute, you know? And it was luckily it, it totally worked. But my friend had a situation where she had to wear, um, she also had to take a picture for free people. So she had to do a, um, a free people outfit and then a quick little change in these like fancy bathrooms that they had there, like, like super like decked out, like little changing rooms and then put on another outfit for her other pictures. So it was, yeah, it was crazy. When you brought up the festival line, I want to know when do you get to go to festivals for free? Because like, I feel like all the bachelor people and bachelorette people, like those are the only people that I notice, like influencer wise that like go to festivals. But then I'm like, are you actually even in the festival or are you at the influencer parties? Like that's like outside of festivals, you know, like what kind, do you know how big of a following you need to have to like start getting invited for free? Yeah. Um, so to be honest, I think a lot of it has had to do with COVID. So this was their first revolve event that wasn't like a five or six person thing. So, and obviously the five or six person things are like the girls with a million, you know, the girls with, Hey, the bachelor girls, but, um, but as things are starting to open up again, I think that, you know, they'll be doing like a same sort of situation where they're, you know, they'll be at Coachella and they'll have like a little revolve area. And then, um, yeah. And they'll invite all of their, um, ambassadors is what they're called. So, wait, so those parties only have like five or six people. Well, the smaller ones that they did during COVID, Oh, okay. okay. But now like, they're trying to do bigger ones again since okay. everything's getting a little more under control. I like at Coachella, sometimes there's just parties that they're allowed to go to, but not the actual Coachella itself, like inside. It's just like And to be honest, parties. I'm not a festival person. Like I'll go, but I would rather just go to the party. I mean, if there's free alcohol and stuff and like food and swag, like I'd yeah, rather go to the party. I'd rather go to the party. I'm just imagining like if I like lugging a bag around Coachella of stuff like it's like oh, right yeah, take a serum like I'm just imagining that being like super intense yeah so, I'd be there with a fucking rolly suitcase I don't give a fuck like I'm getting all the shit I can get and I'll just drag it around Coachella with me I, mean, I want to know how do you deal with if you get them negative comments because oh, yeah. I feel like my mental health would be like fuck you. And my first reaction is to go at a negative person and like tear them to shreds. But like our psychic said not to do that because they're (laughs) just really sad with their own lives. And Mm -hmm. so you have to try to, but like, I feel like if, you know, there has to be like at least one troll that's like giving you a negative comment. Like, how do you deal with that? And like, do you come back at them? Yeah. So I've noticed like a little bit of a shift in this and it's usually people, I mean, 
it's usually people that like I'm like know from college and that are rude to you the, and then they're just having like a bad day. I mean, I've only what? once or twice. It's not even a random troll. It's a troll that you like actually kind of know. Uh, yeah, there was. That's way thing. more fucked up. That's and so was- much more fucked up. I'd be like, okay, I don't know if I can be quiet about this. <laughs> like, oh, listen, no, bitch. I wasn't. I, I like, <laughs> like, I blocked the name and then I like screenshotted it because it was like, it was so hurtful because it was like the first time I started talking like on my stories and Aww. she was like maybe you should just never talk again or something crazy oh my <laughs> god and what a bitch I know but she couldn't honest- just send this to a friend and be like maybe she shouldn't talk ever again on her stories right like That's in good. this situation like I would rather you just talk behind my back like you don't need to say that to me I, this was what I don't get about online trolling I'm like talk shit to your friends behind a, like a person's back like a kind person come on right. <laughs> like it's oh like God. better for everyone involved but like I don't get that like and didn't she she just said that and like didn't even tag a friend or anything like oh my god no it was it was literally a dm to me and it was funny I I like screenshot it and blurred out her name and I was Uh like this is what you don't see because all people assume is like oh you get all this free stuff and I like kind of wanted to like shed some light that it's like when you're sharing like a good amount of your life, not like I'm like super, super, you know, on every day, but if you're sharing your life and kind of being vulnerable, it's like you do get people that are going to be, you know, jealous or going to be yeah, like, have their own opinion on it. And so I just kind of used it as a lesson to like show people what there is a price to pay sometimes for putting your life out there. And, um, it was funny. A few, a few people, like a ton, I got like 40 DMS from people that were like shook that were like, Oh my gosh, like so supportive. So honestly it it turned out to be a benefit because I realized how many people were supporting me. Yeah. But, But like, I was like super upset. Like before that I was like pretty hurt about it. Well, it's fucked up because it's like you also kind of know people, her. It's not like some random bitch that you've right. Never and met. it'd be different if it would still be fucked up, but it would be different if she right. like commented on one of your posts and then you could be like, "Oh, she is just looking for attention." But the fact that she went as far to like just DM you, like she didn't even want the fucking attention. She just wanted to be a psycho bitch. Like that's too much for me. Like you okay. just really wanted to ruin my day. Yeah, no, exactly. No, but it was, I mean, I had so many people that were like super supportive and they were like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this. Like you're doing great. Like, you know, and so it, I mean, it turned out to be such a blessing, like seeing how many supporters I had, but it was like, oh my God. Like I was like, I didn't, you know, like, I don't even have like any crazy amount of followers. Like I was pretty like shocked. I was like, okay, but yeah. yeah, And your first post talking and look at you, where you are now. You're talking on a podcast. Now your voice is heard (laughs) all over. Oh yeah. For like a good hour, it's going to be like just your voice. So fuck off. You should just send it directly to her and be like, if you want to hear more of my voice. Here you go. No, I blocked her. I was like, I can't deal with this. I was like, nah. Have you ever dealt with like body shaming or look shaming or outfit shaming or right. things, any kind of shaming besides your voice? No, <laughs> I'm I'm voice shaming. <laughs> no, 
I wouldn't really say I have, but okay. you know, like I'll get a random, like I'll get a random comment and sometimes it's like a guy or it's like some random spam account on something and I'll just like delete it. Like I'm just like not phased, but it's not, it's not like about like my body or my look, like, you know, it has nothing to do with that. It's more of just like stop blocking people was the other day because like all like if some ways it's negative, like I'm going to block them or like creepy I'll block them. And so it seemed like somebody made like another account literally just to comment. Like people do that. It's their finstas and they use it just to either stalk people that they don't want to follow or they use it to be negative and like mm-hmm. comment on people's shit without the backlash. Cause we'll look at negative comments if we get one and I'm like, this troll has zero followers and it's following zero people. Fuck you. Like you just yeah. made an account just to be negative. How sad for your life. I saw on TikTok a way that you can find out if it is a Finsta, like someone that you know. Don't you put but in you have to know them or something? For- yeah, no. Yeah. So you copy their, their like handle. So like, at Brutally Blunt Podcast. And then you log out of Instagram and you put it in, like you're going to log into that account and then say, forgot my password. And then they'll be like, do you want us to send like the reset code to this email? And then if you recognize that email, you know who it is. Oh, weird. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, like most of our accounts that have like zero, you know, zero followers, zero following. And they're not people that I know. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like a creepy guy that probably sent me like 45 DMs and I like blocked him. So most likely that that's who it is. (laughs) But yeah, so not too much in the whole shaming area. It's actually guys act like they're so fucking chill and they're like, no, we don't give a fuck, but they really are the worst ones. It's the like, I remember this guy commented on Katie and I stuff and was like, um, like great tits, but we've no I idea what wanna... this podcast is about. Yeah. And like, I don't want to like... hear, listen to a bunch of dumb girls or something. And I'm like, yeah. then don't listen. Like, I don't know. Let's and we, you. and all I read was great tits. So I don't Yeah. Care. And I was like, I was kind of like, thank you. Thank like, you. That's so, really sweet. I appreciate oh. a backhanded compliment. I'm the queen of giving them by um, accident. Yeah, I've been so. doing push-ups <laughs> to keep my boobs perky. So like. I appreciate you noticing. But like, yeah, it was like, what? Who goes like what the fuck? It was just bizarre. Like, and because like I don't get that on my personal social media. No. So it's like it's obviously I'm not like a influencer so if someone was being negative on my own social media I would know who the fuck they are right but to have random people you're just like how sad for your fucking life if that's like how you have to be and like comment and like especially guys it's like or when they're creepy it's like get the fuck away yeah like is this your hobby like why don't you take up like golf or something like why are you just commenting on people's social media that you don't even fucking know making accounts just yeah Like, how crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) So do you have, like, a favorite influencer or, like, maybe an influencer that, like, kind of influenced you in any way to get started? Mm -hmm. Or, like, just a few of them? Or Yeah, no, I do. So um, 
a couple that I like are, um, and they're like different age groups. So like Sella Jane Mm -hmm. blog, um, actually I think it might just be Sella Jane on Instagram, but I love her clothes, like love her style. Like I will get inspiration like from her just because I really like, um, the clothes that she wears and all that. So she's a favorite. I also like champagne and Chanel. She's really cute and like really down to earth. And she, um, she posts a lot of like really cute clothes. So I kind of, I mean, I gravitate towards girls that wear similar clothes to me. So it's Mm -hmm. like, if I'm seeing things, I'm like, oh, I really like that pair of jeans, you know, I'll, I'll start wanting to follow them just because I'll want to know what they're wearing because I'll want to buy the same thing. So I get influenced by, you know, by bigger bloggers too. Yeah. I haven't heard of those ones. I should definitely go check them out. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're awesome. So, I mean, um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. I probably have like five or six that I'll like follow pretty consistently. And then I won't really, I try to be like selective with how many people I'm like, taking in and consuming their content each day just because I don't feel like I have time so I'll have like six or seven that I like you know watching their stories and like I like seeing what they're wearing follow them on like to know it and then besides that that's pretty much it besides like supporting blogger friends okay where do you see like social media going like do you see the influencer life lasting because like people are like Instagram is out and TikTok is in Mm -hmm. so have you like tried to make that transition to TikTok or are you like still just Instagram or because like look at what where Facebook was and then it's like do people you know but I feel like influencing didn't really start until Instagram yeah so it's like what do you do when Instagram's not Um, there anymore well it's funny having kind of the double light since I work at Facebook and we work on, you know, like my team works on Instagram products too. Yeah. So it's interesting because I kind of have the blessing of knowing what's coming. <laughs> so right. so I have kind a whole of, different perspective. Right. And obviously I can't share that, but like I, um, I kind of will have an idea of like, oh, this is the direction that, you know, we're going to go. And I see it staying really prevalent just because of, you know, smartphones, everyone has an iPhone, you know, like the amount of people now that are building a career based on TikTok and Instagram. um, It's it's insane. It's It's literally insane. Like TikTokers are all moving to LA and I'm like, so you guys are just like moving to LA to make content together and like getting together as like fellow TikTokers. They're not even like promoting products necessarily. They're just like promoting their stances and themselves. <laughs> like their, like relationships or like, yeah, it's TikTok's like a weird phenomenon for me it because it's, it's like Instagram. I feel like you, you have to pretty much follow someone to consume their content or like you know, and you have to like, be perfect TikTok. and you have to look a certain way. Right. And uh, on TikTok, TikTok, you can like, look like a disheveled mess and no one gives a fuck. And you're going to your for you page. So you are just seeing random people's content. Like as long as it's trending or like a popular video, you'll probably see it and you don't have to follow that person. So it's like people just, right. anyone can blow up based off of anything. Totally. 100%. But one thing I've noticed on TikTok is it feels like a lot of like younger 
you know, general Gen Z. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my, I'm like, you know, like, I feel like it's more people our age that are like, have made their relevance on Instagram. And then, you know, we're all kind of trying to like, maybe dabble a little bit in TikTok. But like, for me, I don't know. I'm not good enough at like making the videos, making them high quality, all that to really like get a lot of attention on there. And also I don't want to be necessarily like trying to be like super like sexy and all that, like Mm -hmm. on there, like, you know, twerking and like, that's just not me. Like my pastor follows me on Instagram. (laughs) Like I can't be like posting anything too like sassy or it's going to be, you know, like get some looks like, okay. Like I, yeah. Like I share like faith stuff. Like I can't, like, that's not really the realm I need to like fully go down. Yeah, because yeah. I wonder if like Instagrammers feel pressure because I noticed like TikTokers who have like almost a million followers don't really have a big Instagram following. Like they mm-hmm. do compared to most of us, but like in turn, like compared to their TikTok following, it's like drastically different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I kind of feel like you're almost one or the other. I mean, some people who are like YouTubers, I feel like can make that you know, transition. transition easily and have the, because they're kind of like, they're already like YouTubers in video. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like an easier transition versus like an influencer sort of a thing, because I feel like a lot of influencers on TikTok were just kind of people who did like hauls mm-hmm. and like from there kind of like blew up or were like, or like, um, TikTok is a little more, I feel like body inclusive. Oh my God. One of my favorite people and on Instagram. TikTok, she does realistic hauls, realistic clothing hauls. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I can see like, okay, obviously I'm not going to order that, you know, that right. model looks great. I literally I will look up mid-size girl <laughs> like hauls <laughs> because I'm like, okay, like there isn't really a lot of the girls that are like the six to eight to 10 range on Instagram it's either like yeah this is what I wear in a two four zero you know plus right. Instagram is like so edited like obviously right. we face tune our stuff I mean totally. everyone pretty much does but like TikTok you can't really do that you just are doing what you're doing you yeah. can filter it but that's so I it. do like that aspect because I'm like okay like so I'm never gonna order that from wherever like <laughs> or I should order that or like I mean it influenced I mean or her Abercrombie shorts. Like I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I could buy those like, or whatever. Like, so I feel like it's almost like, I don't know how long I see Instagram. I don't know. As a consumer, I was like a non-influencer. I feel like I look more towards TikTok sometimes now, but I feel like Instagram does such a great job of evolving, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they added reels, which is basically everything TikTok TikTok does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like Instagram might be around for a long time just because they're so adaptable. But I like Instagram. Like I, I like have to, like, I'm like, I like it just as much, you know, like, and I like the the aesthetic too. I like looking at nice things. So like, I like looking at like nice Instagrams. I know that sounds fucked up, but like I, people put in a lot of work. I hate looking at those not nice TikToks. (laughs) But like, I'm like, okay. Like I can appreciate all the work that people like put into it because I know it's fucking hard. It's not easy. So I'm like, and when they have like a nice looking aesthetic, I'm like, okay, like you put in so much work. I get it. So I can appreciate like 
Instagram as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like they, they have two completely different aspects. Yes. And from what I've heard just through, you know, research and all that, they do, it's kind of like, you're going to be like, you're going to be more prevalent on one or the other, but you do want to be able to like dabble in each, but you're going to have okay. one where it's like the bulk of your, you know, your following. And so for yeah. me, that's, that's Instagram, but it's like, oh, maybe, you know, here and there we'll do some work for TikTok, but, but it's shocking how long, like, it takes to like film like a reel or a TikTok. And yeah. Like, I've never done it, but I heard it's it really be- hard. Yeah, no way. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Unless you're just like doing a dance or something and, and like uploading and going, but, but if you're like trying to make it like, Oh, day in my life or something like that, then, you know, it takes a while. Yeah, it seems like a ton of fucking work. I'm like, yeah, 100%. So, so we'll see. I mean, where we go from there, but I definitely think Instagram's going to keep, you know, evolving and finding right. ways to kind of bring in new components. So, so do you have any advice to anyone who wants to be an influencer? What would you say is like the number one thing to think about? Yeah, I mean, one thing I would say is like, like you have to really, you have to really like it because it it really does involve a ton of, you know, work and energy and, you know, and everybody sees the perks and they're like, oh, I want to do this. But I would say you need to be passionate about it for sure. And be at the place that you'd be doing it for free. And even if you're not getting free clothes, like you'd still want to be like, posting content and like editing and like all that um just because it can become like a second job so just just definitely make sure you're you're, you really like it you like editing you like you know making a nice aesthetic and then also um you really can't worry what people think there's always going to be negative people that are gonna you know try to put their say in or or whatnot. And you really have to be able to be like, I really don't care. Like, I don't care what Mm -hmm. people say, what, you know, what people think and, and you, yeah, I mean, you have to have pretty thick skin. So that's one thing that I've told people when they ask me about it. So those are kind of my, my advice on that. Well, thanks so much for coming today, Kate. I, this was really insightful. You know, it seems like a lot of hard work, Yes. I'm not necessarily down for, but like, (laughs) (laughs) love your content. Do you want to drop your um, Instagram handle? So if people want to see some of your outfits, get some inspo. Be influenced. Oh yeah. (laughs) No, of course. So my handle's pretty long right now. So it's Caitlin Nicole Russell. So, um, with a K. So K-A-T-E-L-Y-N Nicole Russell, two S's and two L's. And yeah, you can come follow me and see all the stuff that I post, but thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for being on. It was very insightful. Thank you guys for listening and follow us as well. Um, We were just talking about TikTok. So you actually can follow us on TikTok. We do have a few videos. It's at Brutally Blunt Podcast. But make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brut Blunt Pod. And like, follow, and subscribe wherever you listen. And thank you guys for being here today. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.